I would in between visits, you know, I would have five or six visits sometimes in a day and I would just be driving from one to the next and I'm so pumped up. I would just be screaming like a crazy person. This probably sounds insane and I hope it does a little bit because because I would just, I don't even know how to describe it. It was just like this crazy war cry just in between visits because I was so pumped up about what we were doing. Welcome back to One Visit Away with your host, Kevin Fitzpatrick. This show focuses on true stories of philanthropy in order to understand what it takes to succeed in major gift fundraising. Listen to these stories and you'll realize you're just one visit away from a transformational experience for your benefactors and your organization. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to One Visit Away. It has been a while. Uh, Lots been going on lately, uh, moved into a new house and just a lot of things going on related to that and business things, etc. But uh, back with an episode today, sorry for the, <clears throat> haven't fully got my office set up yet and the acoustics are a little bit weird in here, so the sound quality might be a little lesser than what you're used to, but I'll get that fixed up soon enough. But uh, yeah, I've got a few things that have just been going through my mind lately, and I want to start with, uh, there's really a theme to today's episode, and I don't have any stories of visits, but I've got several stories I want to share to you that illustrate a point. And uh, one of them one of them goes back to when I was in college, there was uh, a group of us were hanging out slash studying one afternoon outside of the library in this little kind of common area. And uh, we were sitting there and then another one of our friends walks up and sits down. And so there's maybe a group of like four of us sitting there. And this friend of mine who I'll call Bob again, uh, at some point, in the, I don't know why it came up, but he mentioned something about how he was going to be a doctor. I guess we were all talking about maybe we were like I had just changed majors or someone else did, which was a super common thing. And uh, and and so we were talking about just like future plans. And so Bob was like, yeah, I'm going to be a doctor. And then somebody else at the table, I don't remember exactly what they said, but they said something that questioned uh, you know, whether or not he was going to be successful, you know, it's kind of like a, well, what are you going to, what's like your backup plan if that doesn't work out? And his response was, was no, I, I don't think you heard what I said. I am going to be a doctor. And, uh, <laughs> that just really stuck with me. Um, fast forward several years and Bob is a doctor and I've always remembered his response to that because I think it is so true of success in really any area of life and especially in major gift fundraising. That idea that you just decide this is going to happen. Bob knew I'm going to be a doctor. This wasn't like a, oh, well, we'll see how my grades do and we'll see if I score high enough on the MCAT. We'll see if I make it into med school. We'll see if I study hard enough and get through med school. He was just convinced, I am going to be a doctor. This is happening. Now let's go about the process of making that a reality. There was not a question in his mind that this was going to happen. Now we bring that to the fundraising world. And so many times we struggle to even know where we're trying to go. Uh, if we're talking on an organization 
level, so many organizations do not know what the end is. You know, what is this clear vision of what we want to become a reality and how much does it cost to achieve that vision? That doesn't exist in a lot of nonprofits, especially smaller ones. Um, then from there, you take it down to the individual level. Like if you're, if you're a major gift officer, maybe you don't have clearly defined goals. And the thing is, if you don't have those, you're never going to get there. So we go back to, to Bob. His vision was, I am going to be a doctor. This is going to be a reality. And then he just had to execute on that, whatever it takes. And so in the fundraising world, we need to have that same level of clarity. We are going to insert whatever the vision is. You know, We're serving 1,000 people right now. The vision is five years from now, we'll be serving 20,000 people. I don't know. I'm just making stuff up. And it's going to take an extra $10 million to get there. Once you have that, then the important step is just deciding to say, we are going to raise that $10 million. This isn't a, oh, maybe we'll get it done. We'll see how things come together. It's simply a, this is going to happen. If you don't have that that 100% belief that this vision is going to become a reality, then you're going to have a very difficult time uh, sharing that with other people in a way that's convincing. And it's going to be difficult. Ultimately, it's just going to limit your potential. Because if this is still a question in your mind, you're not going to do the difficult things, you know, every moment of every day that you have to move the ball forward. You're not going to do those things because you haven't decided that this is actually going to happen. So decide that it's going to become reality and then do everything in your power to make that happen. Another example for you, um, if you don't know by now, you probably haven't listened to the show too much, but I'm a big Dave Ramsey fan. And one of the things, uh, you know, sometimes people will call into his show, people who have a bunch of debt, all this kind of stuff, and, you know, they they don't know what to do, and so they're asking for his advice. And, you know, always, he's just like, you, <laughs> he has a very clearly defined plan of, you know, how you get out of debt and ultimately into wealth. And, you know, the, the first part is paying off debt. And sometimes you'll find people who have, you know, they've got $10,000 in debt and they just think, oh, this is going to be around forever. I could never pay this off. And Dave challenges them and he's like, you know, you should pay this off in the next six months or the next year, something like that, depending upon, you know, incomes, whatever. And, and sometimes people are hesitant to want to do this difficult work. And so what he brings it back to is, okay, so somebody's saying, oh, I could never, I could never pay off $10,000 of debt in a year. Well, he'll bring it back to, and yes, this is a very uh, morbid example, but he'll say something like, well, imagine imagine if your child, if you found out in a hypothetical world, your child was going to die of some disease unless you were able to get this cure and it cost $10,000 and you've got a year to get the money together. Well, in that scenario, every single parent on the planet would find a way to get $10,000 together. So what that tells us is that someone just... It's not that the $10,000 is too much. It's that they don't see that it matters. They don't believe that it's important, and they don't make it a priority. Once it matters, you decide 
your mind is able to come up with ways to make things a reality. So that, that that's the whole point here is I'd say if, if you don't think the vision you're trying to achieve is possible and you don't believe this is going to happen, ultimately you just don't believe in it enough. Um, there, there is, <laughs> there is never a shortage of money. There's only a shortage of bold and exciting ideas. Um, you know, one of the things I got from one of Jerry Pandas's books and you've just got to believe that this is important and it's worth it. So my last story comes from one of the most influential movies of the 21st century, a pure uh, piece of art, Shanghai Noon, starring Owen Wilson and Jackie Chan, which uh, obviously I am being a little sarcastic, but it is an awesome movie and you should go check it out. But uh, if really, there's only one point I'm bringing up this this comical movie is there is if you don't know so owen wilson's character is just like a essentially uh low time thief uh train robber who like (laughs) isn't even very successful at his craft and he winds up uh essentially becoming friends with jackie chan's character and they're going around through the old west doing the the cowboy thing and Jackie Chan's character is you know amazing at fighting and uh can can take down a whole bar full of uh miscreants while Owen Wilson is just kind of a a joke but anyway there's this part where where Jackie Chan wants Owen Wilson's character to go to go face his enemy head on. And so he goes to to just throw him out into the street. And Owen Wilson's character does not want to do this. And so the the very bad at fighting uh Owen Wilson winds up just like freaking out and and throws Jackie Chan's character off of him. And so there's this moment where Jackie's just like laying on the ground and it's this huge shock because no one would ever have believed that uh, Owen Wilson's character Roy O'Bannon could 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 defeat the great uh, Jackie Chan, and so he's he's on the ground, and they're both shocked, and that's when Roy says something along the lines of, "I don't know karate, but I do know crazy, and I will use it." And uh, why in the world am I bringing up this point? The reason I'm bringing up this point is that I think, obviously, if you follow my stuff, I think there are specific ways uh, that major gift fundraising should be done most effectively. I think a lot of people think tactics apparently are stupid in this line of work. I think they're amazing. I think some are way better than others, and you should practice and get good at things. However, I do believe that just that 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 craziness, uh, what I might call... Uh, you know, passion or just incredible belief in in the vision of your organization. That I ultimately think is more important because you can you can always learn how to get better at things. But when you fully believe in something and you are just on fire for that for that mission, you you will figure out how to be successful. That can always be improved in time. But if you're like most people that I've that I've witnessed that are just kind of like going from one job to the next, just, well, I hope my boss is good at this place. Like, 
you're never going to succeed and ne- never do incredible things in in philanthropy. And so you've just got to get that that craziness. I like that word. I like that he says, I don't know karate, but I do know crazy. Because that's one of the things that I felt so many times in my career in Major Gifts is just this burning uh, passion, this this craziness to like, we're going to succeed. And this this probably sounds nuts. I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast before, but when I would when I was like fully uh, just obsessed with succeeding towards a goal, like this is the vision, the number we're going for is two million dollars or whatever it is. I was so focused on that, so intense. I mean, my my last month that I was doing major gifts like full on, I had just over 40 visits that month. And and it is just and the reason is it's just because there's so much that I knew we had to get done. I had determined this is going to become a reality and now I'm going to go go make it happen. And I'm going to do everything. I'm going to call every single person that's in our database that has capacity. I'm going to schedule as many visits as possible. And I'm going to go on as many visits as possible. And this, this is the crazy part for me is I would in between visits, you know, I would have five or six visits sometimes in a day and I would just be driving from one to the next. And I'm so pumped up. I would just be screaming like a crazy person. This probably sounds insane. And I hope it does a little bit because because I would just, I don't even know how to describe it. It was just like this crazy war cry just in between visits because I was so pumped up about what we were doing. And I hope that my enthusiasm in sharing this message with you, uh, even though I might sound completely insane, uh, encourages a little bit of, of craziness in you to just like, to say this is happening. Like we're not, we're not maybe going to do it. We are going to hit that goal. Decide what the vision is. Place a number, a cost associated with achieving that vision and a deadline to achieve it by and decide we are doing this no matter what. And if you put all those things together and, and you just know this is going to happen, your brain is going to start figuring out ways to make this a reality and then your actions are going to follow and you're going to hit that goal. So that's my message for you today is if you're just stuck in what I've seen so many times in nonprofits, just in so many organizations with just like this depression almost of like, we can't do it attitude. You be the one that says, I don't care where you are in the organization. If you're the leader of the organization, set the tone from the top. If you're a gift officer and you've got goals set out before you, think about, could I make these goals for myself way higher than this? And just go after it with everything in you. And I'm telling you, if you do that, if you decide, if you define what that vision is, associate a cost with achieving it, put a time deadline on it, and then you decide with everything in you, we're making this a reality, you're going to get there. Or you're going to get way further than you ever would have otherwise. So... That's my message today. I hope this episode was meaningful to you. Uh, if you liked it, please subscribe to the show. Um, if you'd like to be a guest on the podcast, I know I owe some of you uh, some responses, but if you've got stories, please send me just like one or two examples of stories you'd like to share on the podcast of visits that you've been on uh, that illustrate some point about successful major gift fundraising, even if it's a negative example, something that was just a total epic fail. 
those are great learning examples and super entertaining. So thanks so much for listening. Hope you all are doing well and look forward to uh, putting out more of these episodes soon. As always, I hope this episode has inspired you to schedule more visits. After all, you're just one visit away from growing your mission and your impact and maybe just uh, getting riled up enough to scream like a crazy person between each visit.